0: What up? Yo. What
1: up? What up guys? How you doing? Let's go. We are here again boys. We are here. We are here, man. But uh glad to have you guys here on a Friday midday. Hope you guys had a great uh Christmas season, all that kind of stuff. Um been fun to be able to hang out with family and such during that time and um <laughs> it's been raining out here in Arizona, so it's kind of random uh for us. Yes, Not happens. kind of a- not a common thing at all for us here, but uh, we are here, guys, so we got uh, a good show ahead of us here. So it's just Andrew and James, which is I, James, <laughs> and you know, this, Andrew. Is, this is Andrew, <laughs> um, but we're going to chat a little bit, guys, so uh, we're just kind of letting people just kind of climb on into the stream and such, too. We're glad to have you guys here. Hopefully, you guys will be able to check in, throw some questions, comments all that kind of stuff we got a bunch of cool things that we want to chat about today so
0: yeah and guys let us know um again this is live and we uh are going to show some footage so we want to see how it looks on your end so let us know if it's grainy not playing well whatnot so let us you know let us know be very clear with us on on how it's playing out so so uh what do we want to go with first james you want to go with uh, calvin bosa or you want to go with brandon staley first what are you thinking
1: uh, we could just do Kyle Van Noy, just kind of see how it looks and everything, and and kind of okay. run with that. Um, I can yeah, pull that up we,
0: here. We talked about yeah, while he's pulling that up, we, we talked about Kyle Van Noy quite a bit earlier this week and how the differences between you know the Pat McAfee show between Brandt Staley and 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 uh, Bill Belichick. So we're going to try and show uh, a little bit about um, you know some of the things, some of the cool takeaways from the Pat McAfee show. And have a general discussion regarding that um, you know, conversation that Calvin Vinoy had with Pat McAvee. So it's pretty interesting stuff. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out. Hopefully it goes well. And uh oh, hey Nelson, good to have you. Thank you. Yeah, continue liking that stream, guys. I really appreciate that. It does help the channel a lot very much. I really do appreciate it. So please hit that like button. Please hit that like button, guys.
1: Thanks, Nelson um, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the love. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And um, but again, one thing I'll say. Is as this goes, we want to just discuss specifically how this team has evolved. And it's kind of a funny conversation. And James, you and I talked about this quite a bit. We talk about this all the time. As you guys know, that we talk about the Chargers, that's our favorite topic. Um, but guys, like, bottom line, Kyle has stepped up and become an on field player coach, which is amazing. And it's just yeah. been awesome to see how he's, you know, uh, doing that. And really and truly just making sure that, you know, we, you know, are improving as a team because there's only so much a coach can do, right. There's only so much somebody can do um coaching these players. Right. But bottom line, you got a guy like, you know, Kyle Van Noy stepping up as and being a good coach makes a big difference. So this is a big part of what he talks about right here, specific with Pat McAfee. And I think it's really great. It's really interesting to see him, you know, discuss this.
1: Well, the beautiful thing about it is, is, is it's an interesting thing about Kyle Van Noy and, and for instance, and a lot of these offseason acquisitions, J.C. Jackson, Kyle Van Noy, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day. The common denominator between those guys is they've won Super Bowls, and they know what it takes to be able to win Super Bowls. Kyle uh, Sebastian Joseph Day won one with the with the the Rams last year. Obviously, he was injured though last year, did have a peck injury or whatnot, but he was still on a super win, Super Bowl winning team and was a part of that defensive line. Um, and having these guys out here help the team to understand what it takes to be able to win championships. And it's great to be able to see Kyle Van Vandoy stepping up like he's doing. And uh, well,
0: yeah, and that's, that's and it's a, a, veteran. a veteran needs to do it. Yeah. A veteran yeah. needs to do it. Right? You need someone like a veteran to step up and say, Hey, this needs to happen. This needs to change. Yeah. How we get better? Cause there's only so much a coach can do. Right. So yep. yeah, let's play it. And then, uh, and then we'll pause it. Cool. And then we'll go to the Bill Belichick conversation clip here a little later on. I think it's pretty interesting. So guys, let us know how it sounds. And let us know if it's grainy or not on your end. I just, I'm really curious to hear how this plays out for you. Folks.
2: You becoming a member of their team, but sources have told me, sources <laughs> have told me that behind the scenes, you've gotten to a point where you're a little bit more comfortable to be a vocal leader uh, with that team. Is that a real thing? And how long did that take? And did you not want to step on anybody's toes? How did that kind of come about, you think? Wow, you have good sources. Ah, <laughs> journalism. Hey, that's Hell yeah. journalism. Hell yeah. It is. We just did journalism. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. We did the journalism. League circles. You guys, you guys did a good League job. Circles. Boom! Boots on the ground, uh, too. Yeah. My sources face to face told me. <laughs> no, no, that's real though. I heard that. I expected it, I think. But them pointing it out as like being a, hey, like a real benefit for our team mm-hmm. is that Kyle has kind of gotten comfortable enough to be a vocal leader. That's real? When did that happen? And why do you think that took place? Yeah, I think it it was something that I was battling because, you know, as an older player, when you're not performing well uh, to your standard, like I wasn't performing how I wanted to perform, you know, playing with a couple of injuries here and there. And you want to you want to pick your spots of when you want to say something. then finally, like I was healthy enough and it was after. Uh, I want to say we were six and six, whatever time that was. And I felt like that was a great opportunity to finally get the guys together and really just talk ball with them. No coaches, no outside anything. Yeah. Just have everybody come together and yep. just be a, a unit. And I feel like as a group, KMac, DJ, they've done a great job. Um, cool. And then I just felt like I want to put my stamp on it as far as doing what I do best and that's getting uh, building relationships with folks, getting people to buy into everything that we're doing, get on the same page and win games. Like I I told you this a long time ago, anywhere I go, I win. I'm, I'm, (laughs) that's how I roll. Like I don't care if it hurts your feelings. Like I want to win. Yep. Yeah.
0: And so that's it. Yeah. I mean, look at the end of the day. Right. That turned the defense around, right? What was the statistic you showed, James? Uh, we're like number one ranked defense in the league these past three games in a row, just absolutely smashing folks. Yeah, and it's because of things like this, right? This is what completely changed our season completely. Yep. And, guys, how did that look for you guys? Was that a little grainy? It was a little choppy on my end, but I'm just sort of curious. Again, we're trying a new format, we want to make sure it works for you guys, but um. But, again, what are your thoughts, right? I mean, I sit back and keep asking myself this question, right? I mean, how much time do these coaches really have to coach up these players? And the, the answer is they don't have that much time. They have some time, but they don't have that much time. So, yep. dude, and it's 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 huge. It's huge. Um, it's It's absolutely gigantic to see that and to see, you know, veteran players step up and say, hey, this is where it's at and this is what we need to do. So –
1: Yep. Yeah. And the great thing about it is is that he was such he was a later signing for us through the whole free agency too. But the big thing about it is he's in my opinion at this point of the season, this is why we have a guy like this on this on this team. He talks about how we were six and six at that point. We just needed to find a way to be able to, you know, find that extra gear as a team. We need to be a lot more cohesive as a team we needed to be able to find a better way to be able to, to, you know, make this team look like a good playoff based team. And guess what? That meeting that he had was before the Raiders game. He, he yep. put up there talking about, you know, 5.44 yards per carry on a run attempt. We didn't do very well against Josh Jacobs and the Raider during that time, but ever since the Dolphins, Titans, and um, what was the game last week? Holy smokes. Why is my brain? Well, who do we play last week? Uh, the Colts on Monday night. No, yep um we have basically become the number one defense in the league um we've given up 11.3 points a game on average um as a defense we have just been rock solid kyle van always had three sacks in the last three games um you know kenneth murray has come up as um, another player that has played extremely well drew tranquil morgan fox like these are guys that have done it and been there and won it and done a good job of of being very good veteran guys for us so Kyle Van Noy has really been personally, my opinion, the biggest acquisition that we had in the, this off season, just for this reason right now, and this time of the year, massive for us all around. So it's, uh, it's really cool to see. It's awesome to be able to see too. So did you want to go through the next little part with that interview? Do you want to show that yeah. at all? I know we'll Zach's it kind of, kind of works a little choppy.
0: Yeah, it does. We, we'll, we'll just, we'll try and go through it pretty quick. Right. But, this next part is really just discussing the differences between Brandon Staley and Bill Belichick, right? And, I, and I've talked about this a few times, right? Because I always ask myself this question, right? Why is you know, Brandon Staley is is and Bill Belichick are probably the most opposite type of head coaches that you could ever have in the NFL. Yeah. Largely because they're yeah. just so different, right? And and anyways, Kyle Illinois highlights something really interesting that I thought was really cool. And I've talked about it a couple of times. I think I talked about it yesterday, going um through Brandon Staley's notes um but this is a really good way of just looking at um kyle Venoy specifically saying what he really sees the difference between bill belichick and Brandon tell you so let's let's roll it and again let me know how this goes i'm wondering james since it's a little yeah. bit grainy um if we recorded it pre-recorded it and then played yeah. it it might be a little bit better so we might try that as well too guys again we, we you know we like the video format we don't want to just be talking heads the whole time you Yeah, know it's kind of nice seeing a video a little more interesting so Anyways, hey, sis, what's up? Um, but, yeah, yeah, hit hit play on that. We'll see where we stand on it for sure. Cool. Staley are years apart as far as age. But what's the biggest coaching difference? Because Staley, you know, he has been known to be a little unconventional, go for it on fourth down
2: and all those things. And that is basically the opposite of what happened in New England. So how have you gelled with And him this guy is a Patriots fan,
0: by the way, as well.
2: Yep. Staley is very, very smart. He has a bright future in the NFL. Um, obviously, he's my coach, so I'm gonna say good things, right? But just, he loves football, man. He's so energetic. Uh, these, these new, the, you guys have talked to these new age coaches, the McVeigh's, the Shanahan's, well, the LaFleur's. All these dudes, these dudes are like nerds, you know. <laughs> and I say, I say that in a good way, right? Yes. Nerds football nerds. The that they they love football. They love the history. They love the ins and outs about everything. And I respect that. Uh, they love their job. They love what they do. I would say the biggest difference between Bill and uh, and Staley is relationships. He has relationships with yeah. every single player on the Big team. Time. Uh, it's really impressive how he can work a room. Uh, he's got everybody number on in their favorites. He can call them right then and there. And any player he reaches out, you know, it, it, I respect that. And and to in this new age of players, you got to do that. And he's done a great job of that. And I'm not saying Bill, I have a great relationship with Bill, but not everybody does. And so... I would say that's the biggest difference is the relationship base that Staley forms versus Bill. I don't think you're burying Bill there at all no. by saying that, yeah. but that was what Staley was talking
0: about. How COVID, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that, James? I mean, I mean, I just think it's really uh, an interesting conversation to have.
1: Yeah, you know, and and the the big thing about that is is that look, one thing that I've been impressed, and I've obviously we're outside looking in to the charge organization and seeing what. Telesco is doing, what Brandon Staley's doing, all that kind of stuff. But the big thing about it is on this one is when you're, when you're talking about, like, for instance, when we signed JC Jackson, when JC yeah. Jackson came into his office, he said, look, look at all my notes that I got on you. Yeah, I got, he just like rifled off and JC Jackson's like, wow, this guy knows me. Like, that's incredible. This guy, once again, is a football nerd. He yep. loves it. You know, and actually going on to before um, before the season started, I was at a concert here in uh, Arizona and I was wearing my Herbert jersey, which I'm wearing right now. Um, Ironically, this guy came up to him to me and he was like, hey, man, I used to play for Brandon Staley at uh, one of the schools that he basically was at and everything like that. And he was just like, dude, that guy was special back then. We knew he had a brain for to be an NFL head coach. We knew that this guy was going to be something special. We knew this guy was going to get to the next level and do great things. And bottom line, when you hear at a low level, I think it was John Carroll where he was at. Um, and you hear from a guy who played with him. He said, hey, man, he's he's a different level type head coach. And it's awesome to see that it's translated to the NFL. And Kyle Van Noy recognized that too. So, and he's seen it and he's seeing it firsthand. So bottom line, guys, it's really cool to be able to have a head coach like that and to be able to compare, um, you know, Kyle Van Nooy, or excuse me, compare staley to belichick now once again belichick's one of the greatest of all time by the way um for sure but we really can't necessarily say that he's in that level yet but at the same side relationships make a huge difference even to say like with the players defense dinners that they're having that's creating relationships creating a stronger connection with everybody in that room
0: and that's what it takes to succeed in this in the in the league right i mean that's exactly what it takes to succeed i mean you can't you cannot succeed unless the team becomes cohesive, they care about each other and they want to win for each other. Not, not only for yep. each other, their coach. Look at the Raiders. Great example, guys. Yep. That team is imploding. I mean, Big the Broncos, let's not even have a conversation with the Broncos. They are an absolute <laughs> dumpster fire disaster. Yep. <laughs> but but I keep thinking about that. And I say to myself, okay, it's awesome. Because, because, again, I've been – you know I've been hypercritical of Brandon Staley, right? And I think rightfully so, right? He struggled defensively. We're still struggling, but we're getting hot when we need to. That's all that really matters. But secondarily, our offense hasn't been that great either. We've been okay, but we're not as good as we should be, and that's, again, my frustration with Joe Lombardi. But come on, guys. Like, you know, he's done a great job of keeping this team together, and guys like Kyle Oy, here's the thing. He's not going to get the stats. He's not going to get the stats. He's not going to be the guy that's going to show up and, you know, be the be the Boses or the or the the Khalil Max. But he's yeah. still going to be the guy that's going to change the season around, make things better, yeah. be where we need to be. So anyways, yeah. that's generally my thought. Well, and
1: the what, the big thing about it is, is that even Kyle Noy, in the same interview, he talked about, hey, man, I hesitated on trying to be that guy because I felt like I wasn't playing that well myself. So how can I be that leader, that vocal guy when I'm not playing at the level I want to play? Since then, and he said, Hey, look, I'm gonna do it and I'm I feel like I'm healthier and I feel like it could be myself. Well, what am I gonna do at that point? And I'm gonna basically be, you know, showing actions. Well, action speaks louder than words, basically. And he started showing out on the field. He's been getting three sacks in the last three games. He's been really showing up when we really critically need him. So, bottom line, those relationships have built up with these private team meetings, with these dinners that they're having every Friday night and everything, too. It's it's massive to be able to see this. So that's why we got guys like this. This is why some teams out there, say, for instance, like the Jets. The yep. Jets were really hot when they started, right? And then they've just faltered because they don't have that veteran guy out there that could say, hey, look, let's make it happen. Basically, Joe Flacco is the only guy that comes to mind on the Jets that has done it and won a Super Bowl on that team. And,
0: 100,
1: you know, Flacco could only do so much, right? And, you know, that offense has just faltered. The defense has played pretty strong, but at the same side, like, we have a really very well built team right now. Very yep. well built team. Yep, and, and we
0: might even get Rashawn Slater back too, which I think is even better.
1: Slater, I mean, Bosa, think about that for a second. Slater yeah. both. God, are you, are you joking me? I mean, forget about. I it, mean, it, right? Like full, full health going in the playoffs is a scary team, and the way that we're playing right now is even more scary. Mm-hmm. Like if we could get our offense, we could get somebody 20. on our offense to step up. Like I would say, Keenan Allen should be the guy. Gerald yeah. Everett. Um, let's say Mike Williams. I mean, we need a vocal guy out there to basically say, hey, look, guys, this is what we need to do. I would emphasize if I was a leader on that team and that offense, I would probably say, hey, guys, we haven't scored a, f- score- scored a touchdown in the third quarter for 10 games. We have to figure that out. Why does that matter? Well, that's why we keep having these tight games in the fourth quarter, because we're leaving zero points on the- on the third quarter for 10 games in a row. So that's something that we need to be able to figure out. We need yep. to be able to get him, somebody to be able to step up in some level. And if if that's Justin Herbert, which everybody kind of looks at him as the leader, but is he that guy? Will he do that? I don't really know. Um, yeah, he's
0: kind of a quiet leader, though, right? He's quite yep, confident. Quiet leader. I mean, you, 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 got like, you got someone like uh you know uh, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers was just very vocal, right? But his emotions got the best of him sometimes when it really mattered. And that kind of, you know, I struggled with that a lot with him. I mean, I yep. love him to death. Gosh, there were just times he just got way too emotionally, to make dumb decisions and just horrible plays, and so it just it just kind of became a problem for him specifically. So, but we want to tee up another video too um, of our head coach. This is awesome. So James will tee this up here in a second. But I think it's hilarious, guys. I mean, look, I just I just think I just think this is like amazing, guys. This is our head coach. This is our, our head coach in all of his glory, and uh, I just think it's so funny, guys. You guys have all seen this, right? uh i mean Mm. i mean you you gotta be kidding me dude like like, like, and you know if if this is what it takes to win i'm completely down with that you like this can laughter as well too guys
1: (laughs) i mean i mean he looks like a cat kind of coughing up a hairball you know but he's got he's getting his pumps in you know what i'm saying
0: with, with and, the pelvic uh, thrust, with the pelvic thrust. I think it's yeah. funny to me that they, they still have it at 17 and 14. I just think that's pretty funny. But but bottom line, you guys, look, Brandon Staley's fantastic, right? And you know what? Hey, if this is what it takes for him to get Ws, that's all that matters to me. But you know what? Honestly, they'll yeah. take a pretty dang good stretch. I ain't going to lie to you. I wouldn't yeah. mind doing that uh, at the gym, but I ain't got the guts to do it. There ain't no chance. <laughs> oh, this, oh, this is man. perfect. Oh, my no, gosh. Good. Hey, dude, this is, this is perfect. This is perfect. Oh man. I'd like to see, I'd like to see Reed try that man. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we got, we got an audience here live with us clapping. We got laugh yeah, tracks like going cool on here.
0: here. Uh, but we, yeah, uh, but, but anyway, I, I love it. Dude. I think it's, I think it's pretty funny, but uh, yeah. This I mean, one's
1: pretty <laughs> funny too, though. How, how basically Zach said, can someone with video editing skills make a loop of that with lightning shooting out of his butt to Thunderstruck, dude?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay Kyle, you got to make that happen. Hey, we'll make that happen. we're we'll making it happen for the uh, day. Two. I love that.
1: Oh, I love that. That would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Holy Well, you smoke. know but
0: but you know that's what Kyle does, right? So so he yeah. he can do that no problem. I think that's great. But but look, Brandon Staley, you can't give him enough credit, man. I mean, he's a young yeah. gun, like he's he's a guy that understands football. He he respects football. It's an amazing sport. He gets that. Yeah. Remember I remember his first game ball he gave out. He's like, I've dreamt about giving a game ball my whole life. And and yep. he did it. And it's amazing, man. So yep. I think it's awesome. And you know what? We are going to make that happen, Zach. We're going to make that happen for dang sure, dude. Like, no joke. <laughs> so, I mean, because uh, – be Bull Bros like, original too. here. <laughs> Actually, I think that would be great. Uh Okay. So we'll probably post that on Instagram. So, guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram as well, too. Again, Bull Bros Podcast, Instagram. Yep. And uh Okay. So let's let's uh, let's switch to uh, Joey Bosa and go into this um, and then obviously, guys, uh, throw out your questions as well, too. So this is good stuff. Um, yep. I find this interesting because, you know, so I watched his interview. Uh, he, he he was just interviewed, I think, um, on YouTube and he talked a little bit about, you know, how he's he feels so much better than he's felt in a very long time. Right. What was he say specifically right here? Yeah. About, you know, I yeah. guess he had a core injury and there's some other things that he's been feeling, but man, this time off has been great for him. Guys, at the end of the day, we only need him now. Right. Think about this for a second. Right. I mean, Khalil Mack has, has held the line. Right. And, oh, now that they're both out there and bottom line, we all know that Khalil Mack's getting double teamed. He's, getting, he's completely getting double teamed every yeah. single game. Yeah. But now Bosa's out there, dude. Forget about it. now. I would say this. i will probably put him on snap count. They might not even have him out there very often. He'll probably play maybe a series or two here and there, but that's probably it. That's probably yeah. it. So I don't know. What are your thoughts, Sir James, on this? Well, and, and I know one there? thing
1: about this too is that they're they're bringing him. Well, they have a 21 day window to be able to bring him back, basically to the IR. So still, even to say this weekend, there's a chance that he probably couldn't play. But my feeling is, is based upon what Bosa has said hey, I wanted to wait till I feel like I'm 100% to be For back. sure. Like, I don't want For to come sure. back feeling like 90%, 85%, whatever it is. I want to feel like I could go. Yeah. And he did practice yesterday. He was running around just kind of doing his thing. He was kind yeah, of lightly that, practicing. Yeah. So yeah. he was out there doing his thing. Um, my whole thing about it is, is that it's wild to me why if he had this core situation, why didn't he do it in the preseason or postseason or after the season, after the season, get it done and get it corrected? Either way, the way I'm viewing it as is if we could see the Bosa Mac situation from that Raiders game week one and how dominant that was, I mean, this defense, this defense could go to a whole nother level level, guys. Like, if legitimately we get that kind of situation going into the playoffs, Andy and I, we've chatted about it. Defense wins championships, guys. Like, our offense is good. I'm not saying it's still playing up to its level, which sucks to say that at week. 16 or 17 that we're at, 17 that we're at. Um, But like, we basically have a defense that could potentially be just lethal throughout this entire playoffs for us guys. I mean, it could put us at a whole new level here. It could put us at one of those, you know, it would be cool to even say like, oh, we're like the 2000, I think it was 2000, 2001, uh, Baltimore Ravens, or were the 85 Bears? Or were the whatever type defense where it just dominates teams and right now what we're doing I mean like once again once again we talked about 11.3 points a game average that we're doing right now that's so we're averaging the league's lowest in yards against our defense for the last three weeks I mean now you put in a guy like Joey Bosa with Khalil Mack dude nightmare and then just like what Andy said we bring in Rashawn Slater if he comes back dude now that stabilizes our offensive line a little bit more I mean it could be insane for us, guys, and yeah. I'm I'm excited for this. I really do hope that Bosa comes back this week, gets a little bit of reps on field, gets his legs going again once again, um, and really we could see where we're sitting at. I mean, once again, we're playing against the Rams. We really don't have, only have to play at this point seeding positions. Um, we're in the playoffs regardless. I mean, worst that we could get is seventh seed. Highly doubt that's going to be. Sixth seed, I feel, is pretty much a lock for us this yeah. week. But yep. either way, guys, I mean, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait dude, to see him back dude. on the field. Holy so,
0: okay, spirit. let's let's think about this for just a second, guys. Um, so the one game that I keep going back to is the game uh, when the uh, last season when the Rams played the Cardinals in the playoffs. And I remember watching them. The Rams did nothing. Guys, they didn't yep. have to do anything. They put four men in the box and the rest were in coverage. That's basically yeah. a pre-defense. If you could go that light in the box and still put pressure, just it doesn't have to be a sack. It, again, sure. it does not have to be a sack. It just needs to be pressure. Just make sure you put some pressure on the quarterback, get him out of the pocket, make him scramble a little bit. Dude, the ball is going to be up for grabs. that That's where the defensive backs get all these interceptions, right? Because you don't get interceptions without pressure. And so, again – I love Kyle Vano. He's been a great vocal leader, but he's not Joey Bosa. We all know that. No, We all know that. And Joey Bosa is also better at setting the edge, stopping the run. Khalil Mack yep. is also better at setting the edge and stopping the run. And now they cannot – be. Matt can't be double-teamed. Bosa can't be double-teamed. It immediately limits what that offense can do. Then they have to chip on the edges. You have to have a tight end chipping or maybe the running back comes out and chips one of those guys just to, just to get them off their line so it gives a few more seconds for play to develop. And and that's really where you're going to be sitting back, going, "Oh my gosh, where yeah. is where's the limit to where this yeah. is?" And guys, we are we are 100 live. Just so you guys know, yep. we are 100 live. Smash that like button, guys. Throw your yep. questions out. Um, you know, we, we we're trying a new format. We did we did play a few videos. It was pretty choppy, but again, you know, we wanted to show some videos. Wanted to give you some new content. Hopefully, something interesting for you folks. But but um, it, it's it's really interesting to see where this team can go and here's the thing i'm not afraid of any team i'm not yep. afraid of a single team no, and i'll tell you right now let's say let's say we go to the, the super bowl and it's niners chargers that rematch when we got smoked by steve young Yeah. bro i i kind of want to see that yeah. i kind of want to see that because yep. then we're going to be in the situation where oh my gosh like we're we know how to beat the Niners you know, they got a rookie quarterback who knows if Garoppolo will be back by the playoffs. It kind of sounds like he might be, but he's not that great. He's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Not great. Um, He can be beat. This rookie can be beat. Um, and if we get
1: Bosa and Mac back, oh
0: my gosh, dude,
1: dude, I'm telling you guys, I mean, it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. going to be insane to watch, man. And, and really bottom line, man, it's going to be a suffocating potential defense all yeah. around. I mean, it 100%. could be, It could be scary. I mean, just based upon what we've played. I mean, some people could say the last three games, you say, okay, well, you played against the Titans who are reeling. Sure, they were still a division leader-based team. They were still at a point of the season being a number one seed this year. You could say, okay, we played the Colts last week. They have an interim head coach and everything. But still, once again, that defense is one of the top rating defenses in the league. We still found a way to basically beat them and beat them soundly. And they also did have Nick Foles and everything. But at the same side, We have done things this last three weeks that we have not seen out of this defense in a long time. Now we're going to get Joey Bosa back. Adding him to this whole equation is going to be insane all around, guys. I mean, I can't wait. You know, interesting stat that somebody brought up about uh, Justin Herbert. I think it was Justin Herbert's rank, or excuse me, uh, Justin Herbert's record of when we give up 27 points on defense, basically. They score 27 on us. He is 18 and four. So, what does that tell us? He is 18 and four when we allow them to score 27 points on us. What does that say about Justin Herbert? Well, to me, what that means is well, one, he's a baller, he's going to find a way to win. He's going to how many games can we think about, like the Steelers game last year, (laughs) the Browns game last year, uh, the Browns game this year? We found ways basically to be able to score and get enough points to win the game bottom line we have a guy that could go out and ball for us what does that also mean for the defense well even if they give up 27 they know they got a dog on the other side <laughs> that could score 27 plus points on them too so it's a big thing now once again i don't want to be able to get any of these these scoring fests of any sort or anything like that they're, they're basically would be another one of those games where we have heart attacks basically as fans Bottom line, we got we got a defense that could back up our 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 offense if necessary. Um, you know, we we have the ability to go up against some of the best, which we've gone against the Chiefs twice, only lost a to- by a total of six total points between both games. Same thing for the Niners; we had them running through that game. I remember Brandon Staley specifically saying that was the best called game that he's ever done defensively, yeah. Yeah. and it was probably one of the best called games I've seen in a while up till what we're seeing now. Yeah. Um so. Guys, we we have something really, really good right now. Uh, Jesse, what up, dude? Repping seven hundred seven, son. What's up, buddy? Love it, love um, it. And,
0: and Alfred, I gotta say this. I gotta say this to the score right here. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, but you're exactly right. But but okay, I we, we, I want to talk about Herbert just for a second as we go into this, right? Like, dude, think about the Tennessee game. Brandon Silly did a great job of doing those timeouts. He had, what, 43 seconds left? Yeah. Pulled the ball down, kicked a field goal, won the game. 43 seconds, yeah. man. You know, and that's yep. that's Mahomes. That's that's every major quarterback that wins. Now, the one thing I will say, I remember my notes that, that Brandon Silly specifically said, he said all quarterbacks are judged based on how well they do during the playoffs. We all know that. Yep. That's part of it. That's just part of it, guys. And so it'll be very interesting to see, you know, how that plays out. You know moving forward, Uh, but Aether has a really good question here. I want to, I want to, I want to highlight Aether's question. Let me make sure I pull it up here. Uh, I know there's uh, oh boy, here we go. Uh, this, you, you, okay, he was listening to Guilty as Charged. Those guys are really good dudes, man, as well. So, um, I, I really, I mean, by the way, guys, I have to say this I, I've you know, I really like the whole um, charger, uh, podcaster, you know, groups of of yeah, your podcasters, they're all really good people, or everyone's nice. We've met most of them, um, but um. You know, everyone is really just there to support each other as well, too. Um, and yep. I just, it's a lot of cool you know content that people are putting out there. We always want to give you new content as well, too. Try, not try new formats and see if it's a hit or miss. Let us know. But so let's just see Aether's question. So I was listening to Guilty as Charged Show, and they said the Chargers need to score with 30 to be Buffalo, Cheese, Bengals. Well, my thought is <laughs> playing defense, not going to score 27. I agree. Look, yeah. I don't care. You put enough pressure in any one of those guys' face; they're, they're not going to work. It's not going to happen. You don't need to score thirty points, right? The way, our, especially the way our defense is playing right now, we are playing absolutely lights out. If we're playing the way we've been playing now, I am. I promise you, there's no. We don't need to score thirty points. Um, yeah. Now, I would say the only team that I am a little bit nervous about would be the Niners because they're so good at running the ball, right? So we're going to probably stack the box a little more, you know. Um, but those teams that throw. The Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, I think are we're number one in, in pass defended uh uh passes in the league. We're we're the number one team. And sure. we're playing this hybrid man zone that is just working out really well. So it's kind of like, yeah, they're not gonna score 30 on us, at least they shouldn't. They shouldn't theoretically. Right. So right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on Aether's question?
1: You know, and, and, and If we go back to the stat of Justin Herbert, where he's 18 and four, when we basically allow them to have 27 points on us. Yeah, you could technically say that, too. Um, That basically, yes, we need to score 30 to be able to make it happen. Now, once again, I do think that we can play those teams a lot tougher this time around, especially with the Bengals. We have beat the Bengals before uh, last season and we scored 40 something plus points on them last year. It was yeah. basically allowed until, for some reason, we took our foot off the gas and then let them back in the game. But yeah, basically, we ended up beating them forty plus points by twenty something point margin. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be tough. The thing is, though, the Bengals did lose their left tackle. Um, yeah, they did.
0: Yep. So that's a big miss.
1: Collins is out. Collins, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And Bills, I want to say that there was some injuries that happened too on their offensive side, and I do feel like. Uh, Allen is kind of floundering in a weird way. And maybe I'm kind of weird to say that right now, but there are some no, things he, that he I has, feel has
0: right el- he has an elbow injury. Elbow yep.
1: injury. There you go. Yeah,
0: that's right. And so then, it's, it's probably like tennis elbow or something. You know, they're right. not really talking a whole lot about it, but yeah, no. he has an elbow injury. So I think, I think he's lost a little bit of accuracy.
1: Yeah. Um, 100%. So he's been off a little bit on that too. They've had some defensive injuries and everything too. Obviously with uh, Von Miller being out too, that's a big, big miss for them. Once again, a veteran guy that has won the Super Bowl for them. That's a guy that they need to have on field, which unfortunately they're not going to have on the field. So there's things out there. And I I heard some weird rumor that uh, Mahomes had some sort of hamstring situation or something like that. And maybe I was really off on that, but I think I heard something about that. But I'm not really scared by a lot of these teams, in my opinion. The way that we're playing right now is, is, is very, very much championship-based football. I'll go back to before the season. One thing Brandon Sadley talked a lot about. He said, hey, look, we need to find a way to be able to get a championship-based football. Guys that are championship mindsets, championship guys that have done it, guys that could basically match up to Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert, to me, is a championship-level quarterback. He's one of those guys. We just needed to find those other players that could match up to Justin Herbert's championship level mentality. In my big time,
0: so, big time. Well, once again, game, we're
1: talking a lot about championships when we haven't even played a, a playoff game yet. And we still have two games in front of us. It's exciting for us as a fan base to see Justin Herbert in the yep. playoffs. And yep. the sky's the limit right now, guys. I don't
0: even think it's just that. I think I think the NFL wants to see them in the yeah. playoffs. Justin Herbert. I mean, I, I don't remember how many people were just so ticked off that we did not have a, a playoff spot last year. Everyone yeah. wanted to see, him, especially that that freaking Raiders game. By the way, I love that game. I have watched that game probably twenty times, and <laughs> yeah. I, I literally, I, 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 and I'm always flabbergasted on those plays that he made. And I'm like, wow, every fourth down conversion, and you're just like, Insane. yo, this Insane. guy is nuts. That yeah. I mean to me that was probably the best game I, I've ever seen. But yes, Chiefs, Jags, yep. love to see it. I do think we'll probably play the Jags in the playoffs. If we get the fifth spot, I, I don't think, yep. but again, they're a they're a solid uh they're a solid team. You know, um yep. the Jags the Jags are good, you know, they're playing they're very, very good. good football right now. And yeah. and you know, we get some revenge from them and we get some revenge from the Chiefs. We should have beat the Chiefs twice. Okay, we we, we had them and we let them off the hook, right? And so <laughs> <laughs> and so you got you guys know that video right
1: yeah um, classic. but
0: but 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 anyways i mean you know I, I just think bottom line you know it's it's one of those situations and you know i look i i think i think the defense is playing such good team defense right now that i don't think it's gonna be a problem for us to stack up against any team moving forward right so um yeah i think there's this is awesome so jesse's got a good question here i want to i'm gonna throw this one here hey jesse good to see you here and by the way, guys, thank you so much. And seriously, smash that like. Again, we are 100% live, trying a new format here. Hopefully, it's working out well for you guys. Let us know what you guys think, what you like, what you don't like. Let us know. Um, you know, Again, there's there's different ways we can we can manage this, but I think we want to try this
1: format for a little while. Yep. Uh,
0: okay, so James, why don't, you, why don't you answer this question for Jesse?
1: What up, Jesse, man? Good to see you, brother. Hey, uh, if Chargers got to the Super Bowl, who from the NFC would you like to see them play? So the Super Bowl would be here in Arizona. Um, Arizona. Yep. We'd be super excited to be able to have it out here and have our team in the Super Bowl. Uh, we talked a lot with the Bolt, Bolt Pride two guys out here, and they're like, man, it's going to be another wild weekend for us. Week for us, basically, <laughs> to be able to have them out here if they oh, dude, those the do get here. So it'd be yes. exciting all around. So my opinion, I mean, we chatted about it earlier. I would love to see the Niners in the Super Bowl. I would love to be able to see that rematch again, and a lot of Chargers fans have talked a lot about that too. They they would love to be able to see the Niners again this year. Now, is there going to be a matchup issue with that? Yeah, possibly. I mean, with the whole thing with the run game with Christian McCaffrey and everything too. He's an absolute stud. You guys have a great running game. You it's a, it's kind of funny because it's exciting to watch the it's exciting to watch them run the ball around, which is yes. kind of weird for most people. They say, oh, running base teams are boring. For some reason or another, man, they're kind of fun to watch, like running the ball. They are yep. very, very fun to watch. And once again, we grew up in the Bay Area, so we know about the Niners. I I don't have any disdain towards them by any means, but at the same side, obviously, if they came out here to play the Super Bowl against the Chargers, obviously, I'm a Chargers fan at that point, and I would love to be able to see the Chargers play against the Niners. So well, what's your thoughts, Andy?
0: No, I agree. I think the Niners would be amazing. I mean, I'd love some payback. cuz I was so excited when we made it to the the Super Bowl, and then we just got absolutely demolished by Steve Young, which is a bit bittersweet yeah. because I'd be like Steve Young as well too, right? You know, I you yeah. know my BYU background and all of the above. I was actually born in Provo, Utah, um, and so you know it's one of those situations where it's like, man, you know. So I, I would love to see that. I got a couple of buddies that are Niners fans, uh, a couple of friends of mine out here are Niners fans. So it, it would be fun to to you know do a little razzing. and uh, you, you know. I, it, I think we're a better team. I think we're a better team. I really do.
1: Agreed. Well, and the one thing, too, you know, even the, say, the Niners, too, when we played them earlier this year, Christian McCaffrey only had 38 yards on us. Yeah, total, big time. Yep. Uh, on, the, yep. on the ground. It was Elijah Mitchell that basically burned us yep. more than anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Elijah Mitchell killed us, man. I mean, he, he was so us. good. He was so good.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, either way, I think that would be a great matchup. I think it'd be great for history because the last time we were in the Super Bowl was against the Niners. So, yep. it would be nice to be able to kind of come back full circle once again. And uh, play them. So it'd be great. One thing I was going to say, too, cool thing that's interesting is right now, if the playoffs started today, four of the quarterbacks from the 2020 draft would be in the playoffs. It's just dependent <laughs> on what happens with the with the Dolphins. So we'll see who were there. Yeah, they they are who we thought they were. Let <laughs> we them off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love this camera. After. It like a little reaction. It hilarious. But here's the thing, I love I love this as well, too. There's so many people that talk about, oh, Burrow's better than Herbert. I'm like, you are freaking high. There is no chance yeah. that anyone's better than Herbert. I still think, to this day, I still think Herbert is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's playing at that high of level. We are very biased at this point, for sure. <laughs> but he makes throws that should not be made. Nope. He makes throws that should not be made. And Burrow doesn't do that. Burrow makes the throws he should make. Yep. But he does not make the throws that he shouldn't make. Yeah, and it, there's a very big distinction there, in my opinion, right? So, you know, it just goes to show you his 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 level is is higher than than Burrow, in my opinion, for sure.
1: Dude, the thing about it is is that Herbert just loves football, and that's why there's a match made in heaven idea with Brandon Staley and and Justin Herbert. They both love football, and what does that mean? Like, even to say when Justin Herbert talks about like, you know, the week before basically starting the season, they kind of have a yeah. little bit of a break and everything. He says, "Hey, man, what are you gonna do?" well, I'm just going to play football and throw throw football around and watch film, and that's all I'm going to do. Like, he yep. just cares about playing football every single week.
0: 100%. That's all he
1: wants to do. And he's just got a great mind all around. I mean, if you go back to some of the passes that he did, like, say, last game against the Colts, that oh, sidearm throw to Mike Williams, Whoa. like, that was <laughs> a perfectly thrown laser to basically Mike Williams. And you're just like, dude, you shouldn't be making those type of throws. Like, no, you should not be making those throws.
0: Think, think about last year with Jalen Guyton, 65 yard bomb against the yeah. Giants. I, and so and, I remember, I, who was I watching? They were talking about that specifically. And they said, um, okay, so a defender, a, a safety, does not need to be 65 yards down the field, right? Yeah. There's, there's no chance that a quarterback's going to throw the ball that far down the, the field. So they weren't even trying to cover him at that point. They're like, oh, she actually threw the ball and it actually connected. It, but that is a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance that that's not going to be a completed pass, right? Yeah. No quarterback in the league can make that play happen. And by the way, this is something we were talking about. Um, we are uh, – there is a number we can get. I can't remember what Kyle – you called in once when Kyle was doing his Madden live. Yeah. Was it a good number? I can't remember what, what, what it was. But we are we are thinking about doing that. And I think I think that's something we, sh- we are going to probably play around with maybe next week or maybe the week after or, or during the offseason, something of that yep. nature.
1: Yeah, it'd be really cool. So we do have something like that, Anton. Um, it's pretty interesting kind of how it works. So yeah, we'd love to be able to do that too. Um, it'd be fun to be able to have people jump in there and just leave voicemails yep. and such too. And then we could kind of go over it and talk about it on the show. I mean, I'd i love to do that. I, when Actually, you guys can also email us too on bullbrowspodcast yep. at gmail.com with any questions and everything too. And we could pull those up also.
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good point. I, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to leave the the line open and then have a recorded, yeah. you know, voicemail, and then yep. we can just respond to those voicemails. So yes, that's something we're playing around with. Again, the format is a little bit wonky, you know. Um, and again, live is very difficult, right? Because we're <laughs> we are live, yeah. and th- things can happen. You know, connections can get horrible, and you know, we we, we want to make sure it's it's good content, right? So, yep. so Scott, good good question here. So Rashawn Slater, uh, the word is that. Probably playoff time. He will be back. Um, yep. Again, the word is probably, but again, even like Joey Bosa, right? You know, Brandon said he's been extremely quiet about it. Has not talked yep. a whole lot about it. But I understand he's in the building. He's coming back, and and there's some discussions about him potentially playing. Most likely, either the last game of the season or the playoffs. So playoff, you know, we'll see. Right. We'll see how that goes.
1: Yep. Yeah, man. Just throwing him in there in the playoffs if he if he's ready to play hundred percent. Man, awesome. Awesome. Yep. You, know, yep. you, you get a guy who is a Pro Bowl, uh all pro based left tackle, yep. one of the best in the league. Get him back. Yep. I mean, that's gonna change the running game, guys. That's gonna change yep. how this game, this this team operates on offense. So man, watch out. <laughs> watch out.
0: Dude, yeah. And then you gotta ask yourself this question would you move Jamari to the right tackle position or would you just leave Pipkins? there? I would think you would just leave Pipkins there. I think Pipkins I think and Zion boom fairly yeah. well. You know, I think yeah. they're fine. So I would just leave him there. But, you know, then you got to ask your question about Jamari. But Jamari will probably move because we'll probably let Matt Filer go. Yeah. Um, but then you probably can just move Jamari to guard um, and then and then go from there. So, anyways, that's that's another conversation. But is Bosa going to play against the Rams? I think it's 50-50. Um, yeah. He has been out there. But if he does play, he will be on a snap count. I do not believe he'll be playing every – no. They're, they're, they're going to bring him back very gingerly. I, I promise you, Brandon, Brandon said he's going to say, like, hey, man, be careful, be cautious. And if you watch his interview on YouTube, he specifically talked about how he wanted to take a lot of time to come back and yep. make sure he was going to feel 100% confident, right? So, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Yep, 100% Corey. I I, sure. I could not agree with you more. Okay, so Aether's got a question here as far as injuries is concerned. Why don't you answer this question? I can I can respond as well, too. I already read it once, but
1: yeah. What's your thought? <laughs> so let's say the player misses two games and the Chargers have buy bye and then three – that's three weeks, but come game day, he is questionable. How is that possible? Please explain. So, um, I mean, it really depends on basically kind of what happens with whatever the injury has. Um, so I mean, the thing is, though, that's technically what. So, if you put a player on IR, IR is a four week basically out for yep. that player. 100%. So, um, so technically, what they're doing is they're trying to, if we had a bye week, uh, technically, it's giving them four weeks to basically get healed, if you want to say, yep. because you know, you have that extra time and everything too, but the same side, um, I mean, it's really based upon the injury. I mean, I, you know, if you you have a high ankle sprain, that takes a while. I mean, you can see with Mike Williams, it took a while for him to be able to get healthy off of that high ankle sprains are not easy by any means. It's like your whole basically side of your ankle up to your calf is like completely bruised up and you're just completely sore at that point. So, um, so yeah, player misses two games. Charges have a buy. That's three weeks. But come day, day, came day, game day, it is still basically questionable. It just really depends on the injury all around. Bottom line, yeah, I, hate yeah, it. I agree. That's all yeah, it is.
0: 100%. Yeah, and and again, um, the one thing I've learned about this coaching staff as well too, they are very cautious, cautious about bringing yeah. people back. Right, like the whole Joey Bosa thing is a great example. I mean, Brandon silly won't even answer the question about him coming back for the most part. Yeah, he'll he'll be back when yeah. he's back. Leave it at that. And and. And why why think anything different about that? Right at the end of the day, yep. we don't need him right now, right? You don't yep. need the guy right now. Like you want him when it matters. And when, when it matters is in the playoffs at this point, right? So so yep. I think that's interesting. So um, yeah, I'd love to see that too. By the way, say out, I just can't say enough about that guy. I in fact, I think he really made me love the Chargers even more. Lt was the other yep. guy's well, too. That's why I love so, rocking yeah. our LT jersey. And James and I are gonna continue wearing that LT jersey. Uh, you know, this <laughs> game season because you know, we're getting, we're getting winners, we're getting winners out of that one. So, you know, it ain't gonna be washed,
1: you know, all the nope. above. Nope, not at all. Uh,
0: that's a good question. I it's, I can't remember who has a tiebreaker, Ravens or Chargers.
1: I would, Chargers do have the tiebreaker, it's based upon yeah, a the conference tiebreaker. record. Um, oh, that's right, so that's right.
0: Okay, yep.
1: Chargers that's right. have the tiebreaker. So, and, and realistically, guys, we could get to the fifth seed. Now, there is a side to me that I get a little scared about that fifth seed, but the thing about it is, is that it really, really could be the better matchup for us. I mean, the Jags are getting really hot. They've beat us once. They know us. We know them. Um, unfortunately, in that game, that's when we had three injuries. It was Bosa, yep. Slater, and Mike Williams. Oh,
0: J. J. Yeah, J.C. Oh, Jackson. Oh, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson.
1: Yep. Yep. So that was like a big game where we had tons of loss, and those mentally really bother you, by the way. So I won't think that the outcome will be the same on that game, but basically, yeah, if – if Ravens lose, we win out. You know, once again, they play the Bengals and the Ravens the last game of the season. So, if basically we win out, we'll be the fifth seed, which is beautiful scheduling for us to be able to put us to uh, play against the AFC South. So, could be Titans or Jags for that game. So,
0: yeah, personally, the Jags. yeah,
1: yeah, probably end up being the Jags. But hey, it would be kind of nice if it was the Titans because I think that'd be an easy win for. Us.
0: Yeah, I agreed, <laughs> agreed, 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 agreed. Uh, okay. So Brandon talks a little bit about, um, uh, where we sit, uh, you know, as far as playing players, you know, uh, Brandon's really specifically talked about this. If you watch my video on his coaching notes, he specifically said, look, at the end of the day, it's going to boil down to, um, you know, a a, a game by game basis, right? What matters, what doesn't matter? And, you know, where does it really matter moving forward? And and I, again, if there's nothing to play for, why play your starters? Right. Yep. Um, Know, why have Herbert out there? I mean, like, let's say we lock the fifth seed this next game. Cause actually, can't we can actually physically lock the fifth seed this game, correct? If we win, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, okay, we can physically lock the yeah tech. Uh, I want to say yes. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure on that because obviously next week that they play the the Bengals. So if we are tied and then we lose next week and then they win, then, well, they're obviously the fifth seed will be the sixth seed at that point.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay. Got it. So, 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 again, that's where I think it really matters, bottom line, right? And so to me... Again, you want your guys healthy, right? You do not want to get Justin Herbert hurt. I mean, heaven forbid no. any of our wide receivers, Austin Eckler, anybody like that, right? Anyone on the line, right? We want everybody to be 100% healthy going into the playoffs, right? And so I think it's a yeah. big thing. So, but again, Brandon Silly specifically said this can be a case-by-case basis. And again, that's how they game plan every time, right? And again, the Rams are no joke. I mean, you can say what you want to say about the Rams, but they're Super Bowl yep. champs, guys. They're, 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 they're not like a high school team, right? No. You got Aaron Donald, who's a freaking – disaster in the middle of the defensive line. I mean, that guy's just freaking nasty, but oh my goodness, man, like unbelievable, you know? Yep. Uh, So anyways, I just, I just think there's a lot to be said about that. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have
0: atheist questions here. Cool. Uh, Okay.
1: Uh, Okay. I have great comments. My friends, uncle been watching football a long time. And he said hits and pressure more important than sacks on quarterback, because Mm -hmm. if you continue to hit him, it will uh, take a toll toll. on the entire team. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the thing about it is, is that pressure basically creates turnovers too. Um, You know, if you think a little bit about that Colts game last week, I mean, obviously Nick Foles hasn't played a game in a very, very long time, but even pressure created basically turnovers for us. It allows opportunities for our offense to to be able to do something. Sacks basically just stopped the one play or second down, third down, first down, whatever it might be, fourth down. Um, But it basically does not create turnovers every now. Well, obviously, strip sacks can happen. But the thing about it is pressure helps a ton for us, guys. It helps a ton for any defense. And that's why some of these players that do get picked up are based upon, hey, how often do they get to the quarterback to create pressure? Um, They get signed big contracts because of that reason. So, yeah, absolutely. Pressure is massive, massive. For sure. Well, and,
0: and again, the, the other reason why, and I'll and I'll, let's talk about Zach's discussion here as well, too, um, about Joe yep. Bosa specifically, um, the pressure, the reason why that really matters specifically is that you um, get the quarterback and the wide receiver out of rhythm, right? A lot of the yep. plays that are, are happening in the NFL are timing routes, five man, you know, five yard out, 10 yard curl, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Those are all timing yep. routes. They're not designed they're designed to be in a position at the specific time so if you pressure then you got to move the guy out of the way and then avoid pressure and then throw the ball accurately yeah that's all that matters right so yes sacks are great sacks are great but when when you're getting penalties because of sacks yeah right you know i mean you you probably got to pick the guy up and then just. Lay him on the ground, you know what I mean? Like, what was the sack yep. that uh, I think it was was it Drew Tranquil last week? He had a sack that was like, I, I was like, Whoa, remember it was Clue Mac. He have yeah. grabbed it and like it like threw him on his body, so he broke his fall as he was sacking. And <laughs> I'm like, Wow, I'm like, that has got to be the weakest, lamest sack I've ever seen in my entire life. And at <laughs> the end of the day, I'm like, Why didn't you just plant the guy? But you yeah, that's, that's a penalty. penalty, that's a 15-year yeah. penalty, and it's yep. like it and i and i was so yesterday and when i had i was reading through the comments and there was a few people that kind of got a little frustrated with my discussion around uh, Derwin james and how he should not have been ejected i i mean we're, we're almost not letting these guys play football and i understand sure. the head injuries i understand these conversations are mad. i mean i mean look at look at uh, tua, tua, you know tua all these issues that he's dealing with but dude let these guys go out there and play and i understand yeah. there's I a conversation around concussions and what okay that's fine but Dude, like it's, it's kind of turning into a tickling contest, you know, and yeah. if you're the defender trying to get the guy down to the ground and then he slips away and makes a 10 yard play because you're trying not to be too physical with the guy that sucks. Right. That yeah. just sucks. Yeah. You know, you can't play the game, you know, and I, I, don't know. I just get a little frustrated with it. It's kind of interesting. And by the way, yep. Howard, I completely forgot Donald's not going to be in the game. Right. So, so it is, it is a lock that he's not going to be there. Correct. Yep. So
1: I yeah, forgot I about the. So really played me. a whole heck a lot all season, you know. I feel yeah. like he's been kind yeah. of out, and I think they have kind of just been like, "Hey, you know, the season's lost. Why do we keep playing that guy anyway?" So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so. well,
0: and I and wouldn't be surprised if he even retired after this season, right? I mean, there was even yeah. some discussions in the off season who was going to retire, so it wouldn't shock me if it happened this year because, dude, they're they're a disaster. I mean, there was even discussions that Matthew Stafford's going to be, you know, potentially retiring and everything like that yeah. as well too. So, yep. but but both of you, I agree. Yeah, you want to know? Um, uh, ask Joey. <laughs> Derek Carr, uh, but but see the funny thing, Derek Carr is such a whiny little girl, man. And I and I I have always hated him. I hate yeah. him almost as much as Tim T. Blows, by the way. And remember Tim T. Blows? Remember Tim yeah, T. Blows?
1: Oh, T. Blows. <laughs> such a
0: clown, dude. I hate him. And, uh, I, I love this can laughter. It sounds hilarious to me, guys. So, anyways, um. But but again, you know, I think I think what did he say? He said, "Yeah, you put some pressure on in in his face, and he just curls up like a ball." Yes. And that's there's some truth to that, dude. He's not that good. He's in fact, I, I would literally say he's probably maybe ranked like 18th or 19th, maybe 20th in the league at this point. Right. I mean, I just think he's just not that good, dude. So, yeah, it's going to be
1: interesting to see what the, what happens to him in the off season, but it's pretty clear that he's not going to be with them next year. But then they also talked about Josh McDaniels not even being there next year too. So I don't know who knows, but they're going to have a and, high pick. They're probably going to draft basically the quarterback at Ohio State, is what I'm hearing. So
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I kind of also heard Texans might get him as well too. But again, uh, Derek Carr. All right, so let's let's look at look at the Ather's prediction here.
1: Uh,
0: bowl prediction for Sunday. Herbert will sit out the fourth quarter because the Chargers will be up Ooh, thirty four to three. Look, I go. Would love, I would love let that, go. and I and I'll tell you why I would love that because, and I've said this all the time. Everyone everyone always talks about oh there's no fans for the Chargers. Look at the Ram Stadium. There's nobody yeah. there. There's yeah. nobody there. And yep. and why is that? LA is a fair weather fan fan base period. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that, you know, if the team's not winning, then nobody shows up. Nobody shows yep. up. So well,
1: the thing too, that's yeah. such a big stadium too. It's a massive, seventy-five thousand people, 75,000. Yeah. It's, it's a big stadium. I mean, even when I was a season ticket holder down in San Diego, it was the same kind of thing too. I mean, it was very rare for a crowd to be 100% Chargers fans. Like, you got to think about these other teams that are like Kansas City or Chicago, well, Chicago's got some good stuff. Let's say uh, Green Bay. Uh, What do they have to do there? Like, that's all they got to do there. They don't have a whole heck of a lot of things to do there, you know? So they're just sitting there waiting for a football game to play because they got nothing else to do in that city, you know? So,
0: (laughs) Phone, phone, what's up?
1: What up, dude?
0: <laughs> Tommy T, ain't you supposed to be, you know, uh, scouting some players here for the draft? What's, what's up, going Tommy? on here, right? Yeah, man, what's going on
1: here, dude? Yeah, you should be watching the bowl games, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there was one question here that I thought was pretty good uh, and it was just discussing. Oh, Brandon, here we go. So, um, who'd y'all run here round one? Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Now, I will say this. If we get the fifth seed, we won't play any of those three teams because they won, but we'll no, probably we play the Jags, yeah. I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. Probably that will be the case, you know, I mean, just based upon momentum right now, but yeah, would fifth seed would definitely be those you know, Titans or Jags and, you know, t- two different type of teams right now, by the way, guys, I mean, <laughs> sure. yeah. I mean, it's bad. Derek Henry was out last night for the Titans. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, what, they're what did man. they have for quarterback? It wasn't oh, even uh, Malik Doss. Willis. Doss. No,
0: Doss. Doss. Doss yeah. yeah. Doss, yes. Doss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, like, like they're, they're falling apart, though. Like, yeah. wow, what a
1: mess. I mean, you go from you were the number one seed to basically now having Dobbs as basically your 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 quarterback. Like, I mean, what a wild situation that's gone with them. But see, once again, guys, I remember when we were, and I was talking a lot about playoffs with the videos that I created uh, just to talk about the scenario of playoffs. And people were like, why are you guys even talking about playoffs? We're six and six, blah, blah, blah. Dude season could change real quickly, guys, like for the better or for worse, basically. So just keep it going guys. And this is where we're at. We are in playoffs for sure. We'll see how it goes from here, guys. So two more games to play. Let's just stay healthy,
0: man. That would be sick. So if we win these, yes, we be five and three, if we win the the last two games of the season, I mean, dude, that'd be so sick. It would be good. It would be good because you, know we want to be playing our best football at the end of the season too. And uh, obviously just do really well. I mean, look, we don't want to lose ever. Right, we want that victory brisket. We want, you know, we want Herbert to be working on that that brisket, you know, and making it happen, yeah. you know. Yes. Uh, uh, and and we got the other bull bro here, Kyle. What's up, Brandon? Highly unlikely we'll see the Chiefs or Bills first round. That's exactly correct, right? So, um, yeah, like all three of those teams, we can beat. Right. We should have beat the Chiefs yep. at least. We should have at least split the games with the Chiefs. We should have. The fact that we didn't is super frustrating. Um, man, I all those games. They still make me upset, I'm like checking out my, my blood pressure at this point. So, we have time <laughs> for a question here. What do you guys think for the biggest reason for our defensive turnover? We actually talked about this earlier mindset, accountability, defensive scheme change. I think it's the players they stepped up. There's a big, yep. big reason why you know this veteran leadership he stepped up. And I remember, do you remember, um, uh, what game was that when uh, Sebastian Joseph Day and and uh, Drew Tranquil? The linebackers yeah. and the defensive linemen were all getting at each other. Was that the Was that the Titans game or was that the I think game that before? It was the Titans
1: game. I think okay, it was the it Titans game.
0: Okay. So what happened is that Kyle Winoy called a players-only meeting and said, hey, guys, we need to be accountable for one another. We need to make sure that we are doing what we need to do to be successful as a team because there's only so much a head coach can do. Yep. And I think that's been the, the 100% turnaround at this point, right? It's that yep. that the players said, hey, we're done losing you need yep. to start being better and the the thing the other thing too is he's played better right Kyle Vinoy has played better and he's gotten sacks he's edge rushing much better Sebastian Joseph day
1: big time dude,
0: looking good and and that's huge so yeah I, th- I think any of the thoughts on that
1: that's why that's why we got those players guys the guys that have done it been there done that and won one and they they know what it takes to be able to be a championship base team so look I feel very good about where we're sitting at as our defense and that's what's the shift that has come around Kyle Van Noy to me was the most impactful signing for us in this off season by a long shot in my opinion not saying that Khalil yeah. Mack is not impactful he's impactful in his own ways especially with the team dinners apparently uh and doing really well with that but he is one of those kind of silent leaders for us that has done extremely well for us but Yep. Kyle Van Noy and having his experience, winning two Super Bowls with the Patriots. Hey, like once again, we we played the video from the uh, Pat McAfee show. Hey, everywhere I go is everywhere I go, I win, and basically that's yep. kind of what he does. And he he has a winning mentality, championship mentality, and those are the guys that Brandon Staley wanted. Big big stuff, man. Big big to have him on the team. One
0: hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I and I think I think bottom line it's a big part of why we were successful. And you're right. Both the baby Charger fans are, they're diehard. Right. I mean, yeah. just go to, just go to thunder alley, man. And, oh, yeah. you know, in a weird way, it's a lifestyle too, but at the end of the day, you know, you can just tell that, that it's, it's, you know, family trust, respect. Everyone is there to enjoy each other's company. I mean, <laughs> dude, they're even nice to the, to the, 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 other team. Right. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I clowned, uh, I was at, we, I was at the cheese game. I was just, I think it was a cheese there was a, there was a a dude that dressed up like Darth Vader in in a red (laughs) outfit. And he, I had to say it. I had to say it. He was walking through Thunder Alley and I looked at him and I, and I saw the buttons in his front, you know, thing. And he goes, uh, and I said, Hey man, um, which button do you push to have your mom come pick you up?
1: (laughs) This guy, dude. <laughs> this guy loves those laugh tracks, dude.
0: Oh dude, but here's the thing he dude, he just walked away. He was so ticked off. I'm surprised he didn't bring his lightsaber out and try and cut me in half it. I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, I had to say it. I had to say it. So, anyways, that's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty good. So, um, all right. So, okay, so let me see some of these last uh couple thoughts here. Uh less you're gonna be giving up lesson, uh, yeah, which is amazing, right? So Dude, I'm telling you, that's why we have number one in defense these last three games. We've just been smoking fools. And again, this is with light boxes. We don't have a lot of defensive yeah. linemen there. right? Fajoka's been great. Uh, Morgan Fox has been on fire. And by the way, he had a uh, mic'd up this this last yep. week too. So go check that out. He, he, he said some funny things as well too. So I really like what he said. Um, yep. What are your thoughts here Uh, uh for uh, H4's question as well too, James?
1: Yeah, so Casey barely – beat an injury plagued bolt team. Can we play in cold weather doubtful with the inability to run the football? You know, it's interesting. So I, I randomly looked at if we are going to, if the playoffs started today, we'd play the Bengals basically. And I was like, well, let's see what kind of the weather looks like and everything like that. And actually to be honest, man, it's not even bad. It's in the like high forties, mid to high forties ish saying to the eighth of, um, you know, January. So I mean, still not at that point of what that, when that playoff game would happen. But the thing about it is the inability to run the football is kind of one thing that obviously we're not very good at. But if we say we had Slater, that'll help out a little bit of that left side, <laughs> he will start opening up the run game all around for us, guys. Um, but also the same side we use our pass game as our run game. That's why Austin Eckler has over a hundred catches basically this year. That big time, so, big time. Um, so <laughs> bottom line, guys. Hey, I'm not too concerned about the run game. I think Justin Herbert could get the ball the ball down the field in different ways to be able to get that run game kind of just being a part of the game but not a major part of the game. I think that's yeah. a pretty funny funny comment. When are you guys going to have Captain Jack back and laugh at him, bro? I And I would probably think in his head what he would probably say is something like, hey, yeah, like uh, we still could go to the playoffs. Yeah, you can, but I think you've given up. You've put the white flag out there when you said, hey, Derek Carr, you're out, buddy. Like, yeah, that's done. That team's done. I guarantee they're not going to win the next two games. They're not going to win the next no two chance.
0: Games. No, no chance. To, no. And, and like, honestly, I just, it's so funny to me. I just sit back and I'm like, it, let me just say this. I think Raider fans are probably the most uneducated fan base that I've seen so far. Right. And it's, and I, I'm not saying that because they're like not intelligent people. They just, I don't feel like they understand the game at all. Yeah. And they just sort of, they just want to troll. I mean, look look at just the the views we had on our episodes uh, with the Raiders. Right? It's yeah. they're just people trolling, trolls. Trolls. just trolls. trolls. Yeah, and yeah. all the, the 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 deplorable people. And and that's the part that just frustrates me about their fan base. That's probably the only thing that frustrates me about their fan base. It's it's the their fans, you know.
1: Whoa.
0: Right. And and by the yeah. way, Captain Jack's actually pretty cool. He's a funny yeah, guy. Really cool but, guy, and I actually I know some good Raider fans too. But like most of them, like man, these guys man, just, oh you got man. nothing better to do. You got nothing better to do with your life. Come on now,
1: right? We well, so Kyle when we beat the Raiders uh, at home in SoFi this year, he did this whole reel of just basically walking through SoFi saying, "You guys are quiet. You guys are quiet." Like there's like twenty thousand plus views on it, and all it is just constantly. Raider fans going on there just saying, well, you guys haven't done anything. You haven't won Super Bowls, blah, blah, blah. You guys haven't won a playoff game in 20 years, dude. You guys haven't yeah. won a Super Bowl for 40 years. Like, stop, guys. <laughs> like, you need to stop thinking, like, in the past, guys. Like, we've won five playoff games in the amount of time that you guys have only gone to, the, to playoffs twice. Like, come on, guys. Chill out, dude. <laughs> And, I mean, I had some beef on one of our posts recently about uh, how we benched Derek Carr. And this one dude was on there. Got total burner account probably was Derek Carr. And then when I called him out, hey, is this Derek Carr, by the way? That's when Derek Carr got benched. And then he has not said one lick after that, dude. <laughs> so I
0: like, him. Okay. It's so perfect, dude. It's so perfect.
1: Oh, yeah. my god, I love it. I so love it, funny. Andy. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, There's my gosh.
1: Trolls, dude.
0: Dude, you guys crack me up, man. Dude, like uh, just your comments, man. I just, your ears are just killing me today, dude. Just killing me. <laughs> you
1: gotta do the last right?
0: Time. You gotta do the, the last <laughs> No, I want to do. But guys, like, I mean, bottom line, look, look. Let's let's wrap up. I know we're getting a little long here, but like man. Like, I'll just say this. I'll just say this, guys. We we are in a great position, right? We got to take care of business. We got to win this week. You know, battle for LA. Look, they got nothing to lose, dude. This is this is them going out, having a good time, getting the wiggles out, trying to – it's respect at this point, right? Yep. You know, because they, they walk around saying this is our house, this is our house. I mean, I, I think they actually – I think that's their motto. This is our house. I think they specifically yeah. keep saying that, right? And we say our way. Um, but, look, we're here to show people that the Chargers are relevant, right? Um, and, you know, we are the better team. And we are – everyone knows we're the better team this year, for sure. Everyone knows. I mean, it's not, it's not a debate. But – Look at the end of the day, we control our destiny. We're in the we're in the catbird seat, which is awesome, and it's great to see where we're at moving forward. So I'm just excited, man. I think this will be a good game. I think the Chargers win by by 14 is my thought. Yeah. I I really think. I just don't think. I don't think there's going to be a problem of us winning. Yeah. I mean, I say that. I say that, but you know we'll <laughs> see. So yeah, I mean, who knows?
1: Well, we're coming in with confidence for once, and uh, that's the thing that I think we feel like we could really beat teams and beat teams pretty soundly this time around. So yeah. I, I do think that uh, yeah, yeah, Larry. no more score prediction from from uh, you, James and me. yeah, exactly. no doubt we're not doing gonna do that again, Larry. We're not gonna predict that anymore. It's not not it hasn't worked out well for us. but <laughs> bottom line, yeah, we'll we'll do a whole uh pregame show with about the Rams and everything too, and we'll just chat about them and everything. but big thing about this game is like we just gotta win, we gotta keep things going, keep the ability to potentially get to the fifth seed. The big thing about getting the fifth seed for us. Is if say the one, two, three, and four seed all go out, we will have a home game, potentially at AFC championship game. So that's big for us, guys. That's big for us. So, bottom line, we just got to go out there and keep winning. And hopefully, we can win against the Rams and hopefully, you could beat the Broncos. You would realistically think that we could do that pretty soundly, but we're the We Remember, we keep it inter- interesting all the time. So, always, always, always keep it interesting. So, so either way, guys, we're excited about it, guys. Thanks for joining the stream and everything, too, guys. Always appreciate it. Like, subscribe, comment on the video too. Just kind of tell us what you guys are thinking and all that. And if there's any subjects you guys want us to follow up on or do videos on, we could definitely do that, and we'll we'll love to be able to chat about it. But we're all about connecting with you guys all around. So, uh, but we appreciate you guys, and uh, let's uh, let's roll out of here, bull bros. We yeah, it. let's Woo. roll. Let's go.